Hello and welcome to the Game Week 38 plus episode of the FPL Bet Podcast. Um, this is the final episode of the 2019-20 season and uh, it's been a pretty long season. Um, it's been it's been quite a quite a difficult one, I imagine, for everybody with um, the delay, the, the hiatus that happened in the middle and just dealing with the constant changing of circumstances with COVID-19. Um, it's been quite a difficult one for me, both personally and professionally. Um, personal level being, I've had pretty much one of the worst seasons um, that I've had since taking the game seriously, which has been it's been a bit of an eye opener. But I've I've learned a few lessons, and I'm I'm not sure if this will be the, the last um, episode of the season. Um, it's definitely the last pr- game week preview episode of the season. But I'm 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 contemplating uh, jotting down some thoughts and um, recording a lessons learned episode. I don't know how many lessons I'll be able to, to go through but I've, I have learned quite a bit this season. I think uh, I've been too entrenched with some of my approaches, um, too reluctant to take make the early transfer, meaning that my squad value was really piss poor towards the end of the season um, and yeah, reluctant to make uh, make early transfers meant also meant I was getting priced out quite early on on some players that I was wanting, which um, has meant that I've been late on a couple of bandwagons missing out on the, the initial rise which has has ultimately ended up in my uh my rank. I'm currently hundred and fifty K. It's not great. It's my worst um in the last ten years at least. Um so that's that's not good. I'm hoping that with my free hit in game week thirty eight plus um I will be able to, to catapult up the rankings and have a have a decent finish. Um but let's uh that's that. That remains to be seen. So hopefully, hopefully I'm able to do it. Um, I, I probably won't meet a lot of my targets this season. Um, normally my targets are to win all my mini leagues. It's incredibly likely that I will end up this season for the first year in five years where I've not won any of my mini leagues for the for most of the last five years. Actually, for all of the last five years, because I, I don't I don't um, join any of the. Uh, leagues with people that I don't know in real life, um, because I think it's just it's better for banter that way. Um, but because of that, I've I've managed to to win all of my mini leagues for the last five years. Um, but this year will be the first where that's not not the case. So let's uh, let's just delve right into the game week thirty eight forward look. Um, that's that's the real reason why most of you most of you listening. Um, but just before I do that, actually, there was one thing I was wanting to do. You may have noticed that there's been a slight um, uh, lack of recordings for the last couple of game weeks. I don't know when was the last one I did. I think maybe I've missed the last three, possibly. Um, part of the reason for that is because um, the professional side of how things have been quite difficult for me. I am um, involved in the coronavirus response. I, I won't get into too too many too much detail for you to because I don't want to um bore you because no doubt you'll get it on all the other uh news sources. You don't want to also get an annoyed with coronavirus uh material on a FPL podcast. But uh, so I've been heavily involved in that, which has meant that I've been working quite often thirteen hour days plus sometimes. Um so at the end of the day 
the last thing I really want to do um, is record an FPL podcast or, or to be perfectly honest, do FPL research, which is why I've kind of just been um, going with my gut since the restart. Um, and it's not went entirely great. Uh, there's been some good moves, some bad moves, but um, generally speaking, doing okay um, in terms of FPL and also uh, just the wider um Doing, doing okay with uh, work. Things have calmed down a bit, luckily, because that's um, uh, good news that things are starting to, you know, virus is being suppressed. But uh, that's that's meant that I've not been able to record very frequently. So my apologies for that. So let's just go right into it. Um, Arsenal Watford is the. Uh, first game week, they're all happening on um, Sunday 26th of July at 4pm, uh, so the deadline will be 3pm. Hopefully we get some uh, leaked team news beforehand because I think that Man City team against Norwich, that is such a tasty fixture that you don't want to miss out on getting, you don't want to, for example, put Sterling, who um, I'm recording this on Tuesday evening, who has just scored two and was very close to getting a hat-trick. Um, you don't want to end up without the key players. You don't want to have Sterling in your team and then Foden scores the hat-trick or David Silva. I think the, the general consensus view is that David Silva will play and will feature quite a bit in that game and if they get a penalty, it may be that he takes it. Um, so, yeah, starting first with Arsenal. Um, Arsenal are currently playing against Aston Villa. Um, they have actually just gone a goal down in that game. Um they, you know, they started with quite a quite a strong side. Um, I'm, I was a little bit surprised about how strong they went because I thought they might rest players against Villa um, ahead of the FA Cup. Um, they they have rested some players. So the likes of Tierney has been rested, but um, in terms of their their players that you'd be interested in, uh, Aubameyang and possibly even Lacazette um, and Eddie Nikita. Uh, they they've all started. Um, I think those are the main options for um, Arsenal. Um, the Watford team just looked absolutely horrendous against Man City. The it was four and going on. It could have been eight and nine again. Um, so I just really would not um, would not put any effort into the the Watford team. If I was going to be going into this game, I'd be looking at Aubameyang, possibly even Lacazette, and uh, maybe Saka or um, or uh, Nikita. If I'm going for some, some some cheap players, if I'm on a free hit, um, I wouldn't be bringing them in in any other case, but only if you're on a free hit and you're just wanting to make sure that you've got as cheap options as possible on the bench, but ones that might still get the game. So that's the that's the, the shouts I'd be going for for Arsenal. Aubameyang is a, is a very strong captaincy pick for me in this game. Um, the He's three goals shy um, at the time of recording of Jimmy Vardy in the Golden Boot race, so I think he's going to go for it. Um, and I yeah, I have uh, high hopes for Aubameyang in the the final game week, which obviously means he's probably going to be rested and not uh, 
not play. But that that could very well be his last um, last game at the Emirates if he if he does go in the summer. So he he I think may be looking to to sign off with a with a flourish. Uh, Burnley against Brighton. This game has boring written all over it. Um, I am considering going for a Burnley double up in defence, possibly even a triple up. Um, I already have Nick Pope. I will be keeping Nick Pope. He is uh, FPL goalkeeping god. Um, possibly bringing in likes of Bardley or Peters, some cheap uh, cheap defenders, um, to either play both or play just one of them and go for a double up in defence. Um, Burnley have one of the, the more attractive um, defensive looking fixtures in this game, plus uh, Dyche came out recently to say that they're going to go hammer and tong, they're going to do whatever they can to get Nick Pope that golden glove. Um, so I have, have high hopes for a clean sheet in that game. But of course, that means uh, that's you know, famous last words, and it could end up being, um, it could end up being a, a three-three um, draw or something like that, and a game that you're just not expecting it. But that could be end up where we end up. Chelsea Wolves. Both of these teams are going for something. Both of these teams are going for the one for the Champions League and two for Europe in general. Um, I think it's highly likely that Chelsea will get the, the Champions League. They're at home. Leicester and Man United play each other. Um, I, I can see Chelsea and Man United getting the Champions League. Um, so I, that's 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 where I think that we're going to end up with that. But I, I do think that Chelsea are a good-looking side for that. I think if you're looking for a cheap forward, again, if we get... Um, team news before the deadline I would be looking at the likes of Aspilicuerta for defence, I'd be looking at Matt Doherty because even if they don't keep a clean sheet he can get anything in a game um, I wouldn't go for any other defender um, for Wolves because I think they're heavily reliant on um, clean sheet points maybe with the exception of Johnny um, as, he, as he proved the other night um, for Chelsea I'd be looking at Aspilicuerta, in the midfield I'd be looking at Pulisic and William and up front Giroud um, the this is probably the last game where Chelsea will be a mid-priced bracket team um, and godsend for for us in terms of FPL. So those are the players I'd be looking at. Currently, I have uh, Giroud in my my free hit draft. I think Wolves is a difficult team, um, particularly a Wolves that team that are going for something. They don't tend to lose a lot of goals, so it may be that I do end up not going for many Chelsea options, possibly Aspilicueta, but. Um, I think I, could pro- I think because of what I mentioned earlier on about um, moving late on transfers and missing out on quite a lot of rises, my squad value is terrible. I might have to go bargain basement in the defence so that I can have an attractive midfield and attack um, in this game week. So that might mean that I'm, I'm scuppered from the, the Aspilicueta options. Um, moving to the London Derby, Crystal Palace and Tottenham. Crystal Palace are on the beach. They have lost their last seven matches. They do not look good at all. Um, the only players in this game that I would be remotely considering um, bringing in, either on a free hit or otherwise, would be uh, Serge Aurier. He he kind of is like a, a, a bargain basement uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, Robertson. He's, he's one of those... Um, or maybe a bargain basement Doherty as well. He's he's one of those defenders that can get the assists, can get the attacking points, but is because it's Spurs, they theoretically should be decent for for um for clean sheet options. So I think he I'd be looking at him. 
Um, I'd also possibly be looking at in the midfield. Um, if you get team news, Lucas Mora might be a shout, but I think you've probably got better shouts with, um, with the likes of William and Pulisic who are in that general price bracket. Um, midfield, I think you can't really look past the sun, but at his price bracket, would you be going for him? When it means that you'd probably be going with one less Man City midfield option. Um, for me, that's a that's a move I'm not prepared to make, um, which means that I'd be looking at the um, the man, the myth, the legend uh, that is Harry Kane um, as the Spurs representative of the in, in my free hit team. He is currently in my free hit team. He has looked. Um, he certainly passed the eye test recently. He has looked far much more like his old self. Um, he had scored two in his most recent game um, he, the, the, he the difficulty is that um, Spurs are playing generally speaking counter-attacking football and it may be that he doesn't get as much um, joy from counter-attacking against Crystal Palace but to be perfectly honest Harry Kane can make something out of anything he is a predator in the box and I have every confidence in him uh, I, right now I currently have um Kane and Aubameyang as my, my front two with Greenwood um, as my, my third, the one that I'm using to make the make the price bracket uh, work for me. Everton against Bournemouth. Um, Everton are another team that are, generally speaking, on the beach. Bournemouth, they had a sucker punch against Southampton. That last minute... Um, that last minute swing where they, they thought they'd equalised and then Shea Adam got his goal and I think it was the 90th, 90th minute plus 8 um, I just I think that that's going to be a difficult one for them this is the, you know they go into the game needing something to prevent themselves from going down particularly as as we're currently speaking um, Aston Villa are beating Arsenal now the effect of that on the on the relegation dogfight means that um, Bournemouth are three points and a goal behind Aston Villa. This means that they need Villa to lose, and they need to beat um, beat Everton. So they're going to go for it. I wouldn't be bringing in any. Um, Bournemouth players on my free hit to be perfectly honest possibly some uh, of the cheaper cheaper variety um, if you're if you're looking to bolster your squad but if you're on a free hit there are far better options and if you're not on a free hit there are far better better options um, I currently have uh, Lucas Dean in my uh, normal team I haven't free hit to bring him in yet um, I don't think I'm going to keep uh, Everton you know, he, he Lucas Dean is good for attacking prowess. However, I just I think it's incredibly difficult for him to get anything. Um, in terms of a clean sheet, I just I don't think he's going to get that. He could get an attacking point, um, because of Bournemouth goal, all for it, and and then it leaves some space at the back. So that may be what swings it. Um, but I think. If you if you look at the likes of Burnley, if you look at the likes of Arsenal, um, if you look at the likes of Man City, and uh, quite possibly even Southampton, I think there are better clean sheet options there. So if you're if you're if you're on a free hit, um, I 
maybe steer clear of Everton, um, at least insofar as uh, the, the more expensive options go. Um, with the injuries that they currently have, it may be that uh, it may be that this is a, a game where uh, Jared Branthway gets uh, gets another shout um, and gets another play. He, he played very well against Sheffield uh, Sheffield United, so maybe that he gets another gets another run out. That may be good for him. Uh, Leicester Man United both going for it. Um, I think if you've got Man United options, I think maybe keep at least one of them. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, so I think you're you're probably in the right bracket to be focusing more on the likes of Arsenal, on the likes of Man City, possibly even Liverpool against Newcastle. Um, if again, if we get team news, because we have roulettes all over the all over the shop um, this week, but I think that. It would be, a, you know, if you've got a couple of Man, Man United options, there's no harm in that. If you've got Greenwood, he is cheap as anything. Keep him. If you've got Rashford, possibly keep him. Uh, Fernandez, everything really seems to go through him. So, or in Martial playing with the, as an out of position forward, I'd keep maybe at least one of them. Um, I don't think I would go if I was on my free hit, which I am. Uh, go all out for um, a Man United treble and uh, for Leicester. I'd probably be avoiding. They've not looked great since the restart. They haven't looked great since the turn of the year, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and the only one that is possibly worth a shout is Jamie Vardy as he goes for the top uh, goal scorer golden boot. But he is just not not worth it in my view. Um, not worth the price outlay when you could get possibly Jesus against Norwich. I think if you can get as many of the key players against that Norwich game it's not much of a um, a pundit's pick really, it seems to be quite obvious but if we get leaked team news, go for it um, just attack it with everything you've got, that's 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 going to be my approach so I'm very hopeful that we get some team news uh, Man City against Norwich it really just depends on who who the who Pep decides to pick if he picks Foden, um, if he picks, if he picks Foden, he, he may be worth a shout. But to be perfectly honest with you, if you've got Jesus, you've got Sterling, you've got De Bruyne. I think De Bruyne might be looking more for an assist rather than a goal because I think he's one short of Thierry Henry's record now. Um, so I would maybe be more inclined to go for the. Um, Spend the money more wisely and go for the go for the likes of Sterling, Jesus, uh, Silva, Foden. I, I wouldn't waste any um, of my man, vital Man City attacking positions on a defender. I think they are likely to or a goalkeeper. I think they are likely to get a clean sheet. And so if they play the likes of Cancelo or Mendy or uh, Walker, um, they may get assists, but. I think you're more likely to get the assist and get the goals from the the higher up players, and I just think that it's far more tra- it's far more fun to be honest to have the Man City attackers than defenders. And if this is going to be a, a free hit, which for a lot of people maybe is, um, th- maybe they've met met their targets, maybe they don't think they'll meet their targets. So either way, this is, is I think it's rare that we get the chance to have a free hit in uh, game week thirty eight. 
uh, or Game Week 38 plus. So I think just have fun with it. Just have fun with it and go with the the players that you're going to most enjoy watching when it comes to four o'clock on uh, on 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 Sunday. Um, obviously, p- paying attention to Twitter at, um, as in the half an hour before uh, two p.m. and seeing if um, if there's any leaked team news. Newcastle, Liverpool. I will be avoiding Newcastle, and for Liverpool, I think it's difficult because I, I I would want Salah or Mane on in ordinary circumstances, but I think with that City game just looking so attractive, it may be worthwhile bringing in maybe uh, Robertson um, just to cover some of that Liverpool attack. Robertson has looked fantastic since the since the restart. And I do say that as a, a slightly biased Scotsman and Liverpool fan. But he has looked great since three start. So if you get team news and Robertson's playing, go for it. I out of um, Salah and Manny, um, Salah is more expensive, but you get more uh, value for him right now. I think, uh, particularly with the possibility of penalties. So if I was going to go down the route of a Liverpool midfielder, I'd be looking at uh, Salah over Manny. Uh, Southampton against Sheffield United. Sheffield United um, have start have. To be perfectly honest, disappointed um, a little bit of late. Um, they lost to Leicester. They lost to Everton. They beat Chelsea. So they 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 have been a bit inconsistent um, in the Southampton game. The players that I think would interest me would I think be Stevens, McCarthy from from the uh, Southampton defence side, and uh, up front I cannot look past Ings. He is two goals shy of the Golden Boot. And if you buy into that sort of thing where people have individual prizes as being their, their motivations, which, to be perfectly honest, they seem to do, um, I would be going for Danny Ings um, as uh, as one of my options in free hit if I had the money, but unfortunately I don't, so I'm, I'm, I'm likely to be unable to go for him. And the final game is West Ham against Villa. Uh, I think that... Um, at the time of recording so it's West Ham are pretty much safe now um, theoretically they could end up on 37 points and join 18th but they have a vastly superior goal difference they're not going to be falling into the into the, the, the relegation mire so they will be safe um, so I think Villa is the team that has more to play for in that game but Antonio has been on excellent form so think um, for Villa I would maybe be looking at the likes of Trezeguet uh, or the likes of um, Grealish uh, or for West Ham the likes of Antonio um, but I wouldn't really be looking at anybody else to be perfectly honest with you in that game I think there are better options elsewhere so just to finish off um, this podcast I will be quickly giving you a run through of what my um, current uh, free hit team looks like. Currently I've got uh, Pope in goals um, I, in defence I have um, Serge Aurier Eric Peters and Bardsley. In the midfield I have uh, Salah Saka, Silva Sterling and I currently have Antonio but for the reasons I just mentioned I think it's a little unlikely that I will end up with Antonio at the end of the game uh, at the end of the deadline sorry and then up front I have Kane, Aubameyang and Greenwood I would love to have Ings instead of Greenwood and 
but unfortunately I think that's not something I'd be able to do. And um, as far as captaincy goes, I cannot really look past a Man City option. Um, so I think if we get team news, my captaincy is likely to be on Sterling, if provided he's, he is playing. Otherwise, I think I'd be likely to captain, probably more than likely I'd be captaining Aubameyang or Kane. And to be honest, it's a coin flip, I think possibly because... Um, he has more more form um, and they're at home against ostensibly weaker opposition I think I'd probably plump for Aubameyang over Kane um, but that that is essentially a coin flip so thank you very much for listening to this week's uh, podcast, the final um, game week podcast of the season I'll see whether or not uh, the, the higher ups at FPL Bet uh, would like me to do a, a, a quick lesson learned um, episode to as a season recap um, but thank you as always for listening I hope that you have the strongest possible green arrows possible um, for this uh, game week 38 plus hope you your captains land all your players score all your def- all your clean sheets come in um, it's going to be two months um, without any FPL for a little while so enjoy the break when it comes um, I know we have had a bit of a break but it, it wasn't a proper one it wasn't a full summer break it was a, it was a very strange hiatus so enjoy the break when it comes and uh, yeah I hope you all have a, have a great um, end of season so thanks for listening again and um, I will tweet my team uh, the confirmation hopefully just before the deadline um, but this is all subject to change based on team news So thanks for listening as always, and I will speak to you uh, soon. Thanks. Bye.